Hello, everyone, and welcome to Overdressed and Underqualified, the podcast where we talk about first job stuff. My name is Olivia Miller, your host for today. This is our first mini-sode where we have short conversations with other young professionals and discuss a single question. Alex, how's it going? Hey, Olivia. Doing well. So, Alex Hunter, instead of doing the traditional introduce yourself, could you just tell me three words you would use to describe yourself? Ooh, that's a good one. (laughs) I I would say consistent, reliable, and I would would say observant as well. Those are three, three good characteristics of myself i'd say i put you on the spot there but those were really good answers thank you gotta gotta have those in your back pocket all the time you know (laughs) okay so alex hunter or fellow what's your day job what's your side hustle Yes. So my day job is at a technology company called Xylo. And at Xylo, we are building a software platform that helps other enterprises manage their software subscriptions. So it's a pretty ironic business because we're at the point where we need software applications that help us manage our software applications. Uh, But that's what we do. And I'm currently in a data analyst role on our data services team. I'm also in a rotational program. And we'll be transitioning to be, we call them SaaS consultants, where I'll pretty much own customers and have like weekly checkups or monthly checkups. Uh, But my current role is pretty data heavy, a lot of Excel spreadsheets, a lot of Python. So I find it very valuable because I'm kind of developing the back end knowledge, then I'll be able to clearly explain things to customers in in the future. So really cool rotational program through our fellowship. And then uh, side hustle right now, I, I give some haircuts here and there, which is a lot of fun. So that started back in college and have been doing that for about two and a half, three years now. So it's been a lot of fun. Has haircutting been your only side hustle? Um, no. So since I was a little kid, I... Um, have always been kind of entrepreneurial minded. So it was probably back when I was like between 10 and 12 years old. I played a lot of baseball back in the day and my parents wanted to kind of give me a little bit of responsibility. So they tasked me with paying for part of like a baseball tournament for a summer. So I had to get creative and um, they helped me brainstorm a little bit. So my first ever side hustle, I would say, uh, was crushing cans in my neighborhood. So I, I would like get in my dad's truck with him. Then he'd drive me around the neighborhood and I like put flyers out in people's mailboxes to have them put all of the recyclable materials, uh, ma- mainly like a- aluminum cans and that kind of stuff, out in trash bags whenever they took out their trash. And then I would pick those up, bring them back to my house and crush them. And ended up making like a, a few hundred dollars that summer, like maybe $200 or whatever. But to a 10 or 12 year old, like that's a lot of money, obviously, and put it towards a, a nice, a nice cause of going to a, a baseball tournament, which was a lot of fun. From there, I just started to do do things here and there, like around the around the neighborhood, and so maybe like when I was in seventh or eighth grade, started mowing some lawns. That kind of took off, so I ended up just mowing like maybe nine people's yards about every week, and did that all the way through senior year of college or senior year of high school. So quite a few years of that, and really enjoyed that and. Um, that would entail like mowing yards and raking leaves and doing like random little maintenance things around their houses and also like shoveling in the winters. So 
kind of built on top of that and then word of mouth would get around the neighborhood and would expand a little bit on top of like being a student and an athlete at the same time so it was a lot of fun and took a little bit of grinding but I really enjoyed it and still enjoyed the grind I feel like a high proportion of entrepreneurs started out in the lawn care business (laughs) yeah I think that's a, a pretty easily accessible thing to do like especially when you're in high school or whatever yeah like your parents most likely have a lawnmower that you could use or yeah like a snowblower or shovels or whatever so it's almost like a a rite of passage or something yes it's like a almost a prerequisite for being an entrepreneur (laughs) but you initially started out crushing cans like do you remember how you got that idea like was there supply and demand involved there or or were you just a little kid with one dream and that was the baseball tournament (laughs) <laughs> I think I like I must have brainstormed with my parents, I'm sure. And we were just throwing out ideas and somehow landed on the can crushing. So then like once I put all the flyers out in people's mailboxes, then I remember somebody from like the newspaper from my hometown, which is like a super small town, they like put something in the newspaper and I think they titled it The Can Man or something like that. And then <laughs> uh, going from there, like the, the idea just kind of stuck a little bit and people actually bought into it. So it's pretty easy to invest in young entrepreneurs when you like you see the potential, uh, which is fun. So like even at our Zylo Christmas party, there's a there's a DJ. He's probably in like middle school, maybe. And his name is DJ BK. And Whoa. yeah, like he, he does a really good job and has a bunch of equipment. And we've already had him at two different Zylo events. So to, to be our DJ and our CEO, Eric Christopher, really enjoys investing in young entrepreneurs. So it's a lot of fun. Wow. The catchy names. <laughs> exactly. Don't hurt. DJ BK and the can man. I mean, it just flows off the tongue. Obviously, entrepreneurship has been a huge part of your life, maybe since you can remember. Um, What's been one of your favorite things about gaining entrepreneurship experience, really doing your own thing? I think being an entrepreneur, like, really teaches you how to figure things out along the way. So, like... Even going to like a new job, like, or being in college or whatever, uh, there's always going to be things that you don't quite know how to do. So I guess it teaches you like how to pull together all your resources and like just be resourceful in what you're doing. And if you don't know exactly how to do something, then you can kind of figure it out from there. Uh, so that's like a a really cool thing that I'm I'm really glad that I've learned from entrepreneurship over the years. Yeah, like just being resourceful, I guess. Yeah. So I keep saying, I keep referring to your entrepreneurship endeavors as side hustles, but do you ever see yourself fully taking on the role of an entrepreneur as a full-time business owner or starting a startup? I think that's definitely like been in the back of my mind, but I haven't really had like a groundbreaking idea. So I almost see myself as like a number two man or something like that, or like going into something like starting it with a few partners. I think I'm like, I'm pretty gifted at like the implementation implementation side of things and um, getting things done. But um, the, the, like the visionary side is still working on that. And I don't just have like ideas flooding in my brain every single day. So 
Yeah, I think like there's there's definitely like different types of entrepreneurs for sure. Like the visionary that just like can't take the time to like get their ideas down, and like they just have so many ideas coming in every single day as they're doing things. But then there's also like the implementers, and yeah, I think the two like complement each other very very well. And when building a team, you definitely need both of those. So I, I think I see myself as the latter of like being more of the implementer, but I definitely do see myself hopefully someday starting something. <laughs> but but who knows what that would be. Well, you've already proven to the fans out there that you can still be an entrepreneur in your 20s with a day job. True. Yeah, that's very true. Now, I've heard from a wide variety of people. Maybe you can consider this a hot take. It's a hot take. It's a hot take. But does entrepreneurship start with the idea? Does it start with just the drive to be an entrepreneur or... Does it start with more of a brand concept? Like, what do you think about that? I'd say, hmm, yeah, which came first, the chicken or the egg? Right. Uh, I'd say, like, the drive factor is probably the first because, like, a lot of times, like, you'll stumble across something while you're doing something else and then have the idea. But if you weren't doing that task, then maybe the idea wouldn't have been sparked. So got to have the drive and like the that mentality first and then the, the ideas kind of come after that yeah but i don't know that's an interesting question which came first the, the chicken or the egg <laughs> okay so tell us about your most recent endeavor your haircutting business yeah how did you get into haircutting and what does it look like now so a throwback to sophomore year of college my brother was a senior, so he was two years older than me, and we both lived in like the, on the same floor at a, our college at Taylor University. He got a set of like just like regular clippers from my aunt who uh, used to own her own uh, beauty salon for I think he got them for like Christmas or his birthday or something. And he was just like a straight buzz cut kind of guy. So I would give him like straight buzz cut, get around the edges, and try to figure it out from there. And like buzz cuts are pretty easy. Anybody can do them. And then uh, there was one day that we were just like chatting during a haircut and we're like, hey, let's try to do like an actual fade. And like so longer on top, shorter on the sides, like most guys typically have their hair. Did that after like looking at the directions that came with the package or whatever. Maybe maybe dabbling in a few YouTube videos here and there. And then did it. Probably didn't look great the first time. I'll admit it, but um, that's okay. And then, like, maybe the second time, third time, it looked a little bit better incrementally. And then people on our floor started to ask my brother, like, where he uh, where he got his haircut. Because if you don't know already, Taylor University is in the middle of nowhere. So, like, the nearest Great Clips or whatever is, like, 20 minutes away. Uh, from there, started to just cut more hair and uh, did, like, a first times free for a while. And then... Uh, just like incrementally started to, to charge people here and there. Ended up doing a ton of different haircuts <laughs> in college over like the two and a half years that I that I cut hair. And then now like post-graduation, I, I didn't really anticipate doing any, but if I did, like it wouldn't be many. Like I originally anticipated like maybe cut my roommate's hair and that's about it. But at this point, like I might, I might be cut like 10 or 15 per month, which is nothing crazy like compared to what I used to do in college. But it's a good little side gig and good way to connect with people like, uh, like on top of the day job. I, I really enjoyed that. And like it, it honestly is an excuse to just sit down with somebody for 20, 30 minutes and give them a haircut and kind of hear about their life. So it's a lot of fun. It's a mini insight into their soul, isn't it? 
Exactly. Yeah, people become much more open when they're getting their hair cut for some reason. I don't know what it is. <laughs> okay, so as an entrepreneur in his 20s, do you have any piece of advice for aspiring entrepreneurs out there? I think I'd say like the, the main thing is, like I kind of alluded to it earlier, but like develop the, the figured out mentality if you can. Um, just through trying different things that you may or may not like have an understanding of how to do. And uh, some somebody like, I think it was actually during or fellowship recruitment when I was being recruited. Somebody was telling me that like your 20s are almost supposed to be like for more of like the developing the jack of all trades skill set of like being able to dabble in a bunch of different things here and there and kind of figure out and like confirm or deny your interests and whether that's like your job or like what you're interested in or whatever that might be. And then your 30s, like you can drill down a little bit more than your 40s, 50s, whatever. You can drill, drill, drill down even more and like become more specified. I think like especially in the 20s, like developing that figure it out mentality gives you the ability to become like a jack of all trades and get like good experience with a, a bunch of different things that you may or may not enjoy. But like regardless, I think you can give like the thumbs up or thumbs down to something that you enjoy kind of take a mental note of that and go from there I guess and like be able to make more informed decisions whether that's with your career or hobbies or whatever that might be um, that you can start and are passionate about and other people can benefit from thanks for listening 